How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, what's going on? Right now I'm talking with Devin Swank, uh, singer of a band that I, I think I'm getting it right. Sangwa Sugabog. You got it, man. Hell yeah. I, I was saying it wrong for quite a while, and then I actually spoke with Scott from, from Maggot Stomp. I mm-hmm. did an interview with him a few months back, and he got, he got it right. He, he said it right. Yeah, yeah. you got to be careful if you mispronounce it, man, because your furniture will start flying. Oh my God. Uh, so tortured hole is available now on century media. Definitely one of the most solid, brutal death metal records in a long time. They're coming to town Saturday, November 20th. I believe their first time here in Seattle at El Corazon with frozen soul vomit forth and inoculation and Noroth going to be a killer show. Oh yeah. Uh, how are you doing, man? Where are you right now? Uh, right now, I'm just at my house. My roommates are here, so we've just been jamming out, smoking, and nice. uh, yeah, cooking. Cool, man. So where are you based in right now? Uh, Columbus, Ohio. Okay, right on. It seems like there's a pretty solid uh, metal scene there with inoculation and you guys, and it seems like pretty oh, yeah. solid. Yeah, there, um, there's been a lot of bands to come up uh, in the past like couple years now, which is cool. Um you know, Ohio's always had a rich scene. We've had we have bands, death metal bands that date back uh, as early as 1989. So, yeah. yeah, pretty cool scene over here. I okay, so I I gotta go ahead and ask it. I'm sure you've probably uh, been been asked this so many times, but I have to ask for our listeners: What the f- is a sanguisuga bog? A uh, blood sucking toilet. Oh, all right. There you go. Where, where does it come from? What's the origin? So uh, Sanguasuga is Latin for a bloodsucker or a leech. Okay. And then bog is just like an old lavish term for uh, a toilet. Okay. I like it. <laughs> right on, man. Who came up with that? Who in the band? Did you come up with that? 
No, um, our original uh, guitarist, Cameron Boggs. He actually came up with it. Okay. Right on, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so um, I I usually save this for the last question, but it seems like uh, you guys are very, you know, uh, it seems like you guys would have uh, good stories about this. So if you can, show us, but if not, tell us. Pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it. Okay, so I don't know if you'd be able to see it mm-hmm. good enough because I have a beard now, but I have a pretty gnarly scar in my chin. Okay. And yeah, the beard's covering it, but what's it from? Yeah, yeah. But when it's shorter, I have like a line and everything that's through it. But mm-hmm. um, it's from when I was a, when I was 15. So that's like the first scar that came to mind when I was uh when I was 15, I got in a uh, pretty gnarly fist fight. Um, uh, some, some dude was running his mouth and jumped my privacy fence. And we were talking smack back and forth. And uh, we both got the best of each other. And my okay. chin ended up hitting the edge of a, um, a trailer that you would use to pull like four wheelers and stuff like that. Jesus. So, yeah, we, we duked it out in my backyard. Did you have to get stitches and everything? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, no <laughs> All right. All no, right. I just, uh, just ended up doing stuff uh, with what I had at home. Right on, man. Well, uh, I'm, I'm catching you at home now, but you guys are, are gearing up to go out on this big tour. You guys just mm-hmm. did a few dates with, um, with Goat Horror. Is that right? No, that was Frozen Soul. Oh, we did, I'm sorry uh, about that. I, no, I got two guys mixed up. My we bad. did. We did a. Uh, we did do a mini tour um, a few weeks back with our buddies in 200 stab wounds. So, dude, yes, mm-hmm. 200 stab wounds. That's that's killer, man. Their uh, their shit is 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 awesome. And uh, you guys are uh, like I said, they'll get about to uh, get, gear up for this tour. Um, mm-hmm. Things are kind of wacky right now. There's a lot of different protocols, state to state. Here in Washington, we're probably going to all have to be masked up for this show. Uh, but we're going to sure. do what we got to do. Um, are you feeling safe with going out on the road? Like, uh, are you feeling okay with with how things are, you know, looking? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like um, I, it's it's always best to stay optimistic. Yep. So, you know, if I start worrying myself already before anything's you know, really guaranteed to, to happen or not, then uh, there's no point in that. So pretty optimistic and positive about everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, we toured up until like the day before our lockdown yeah. uh, started and we were one of the first states to lockdown. And, um, you know, I, I haven't gotten tested. Every time we go out, I come back and get a rapid test just mm-hmm. to be sure. Yep. And, um, I haven't had a positive one yet, so it's pretty good. Knock on wood. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> it's that bog bog monster who's keeping you safe, dude. He's protecting the band. Yeah, I feel like with as many house shows and like hole in the wall bars I've played, I'm pretty much immune to it now. So, <laughs> absolutely, man. You guys are grimy. You guys are immune to it, man. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. That's a big yeah, knock yeah, on wood. That's a big sure. knock on wood. So, um, you guys, uh, though, you know, obviously this past 17 months, 16 months or so, you know, there haven't been any shows people have been able to play until, you know, this most recent uh, uh, kind of uh, bunch of shows that you guys have played uh, since things have started to open up. But during that time, 
you guys uh, signed with Century Media, one of the biggest metal labels in the world. And then you released this killer album. And then you released these music videos uh, on Troma, which has got to be like a dream come true for you guys. Absolutely. So let's go. Let's go. uh, How'd you guys get on the, um, you know, radar of Century Media and whatnot? Uh, Because this is your first album. um, Well, your first official like full length album. Uh, when, how far back did uh, you know talks with Century Media start? So they were interested in us um, a couple months after we dropped our EP demo, cool. and uh, had a couple people, reps and stuff, Facebook message us, and um, you know we were just kind of spitballing with the idea of, of joining on with them. Uh, then later on, Frozen Soul. Uh, ended up joining the ranks. And then while we were on our first tour, um, they were messaging us and pressing us pretty hard, you know, wanting to, wanting to get us. So, you know, we uh, suited up and got a management team and everything to back us up. And they, they helped us put pen, pen to paper. So we knew what we were getting ourselves into. And then uh, we signed the deal officially um, just around the end of July of last year. And uh, film film those music videos in September, and you know we didn't want to come out and say that we were on this label until uh, we had something to show for it. So it was cool. Like the same time that they dropped the music video, they also did uh, the label announcement, and everything too. So it was really cool. That's awesome, man. It kind of goes all together and like have this big announcement, and you can drop some stuff. Um, so I mean, just the fact that this label has such an iconic, you know, discography that like the, just the fact that you guys are on the, the, you know, the same label as Napalm Death, you know, yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. It, it, like that's crazy, dude. So that's sick. Yeah. Huge deal for me. Um, yeah, I, there's so many, there's so many CDs that I think of too. And then it doesn't hit me until I uh, dive further deep into them. And then I realized that central media put them out yep. and um, you know, the, be a part of that that the ranks with uh so many bands that i've looked up to um is unreal man you know like at the gates yep. now they have i hate god yep. they've had napalm death for a couple years mm-hmm. um you know lots of killer bands broken hope yeah another it's really, fixed uh, so many good bands yep oh yeah and um yeah that's been uh it's been a really uh wild ride so far and um we're stoked you know, everyone uh, over there seems to be jacked on us. And we got to meet with their VP of A&R mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And yeah, nothing but nice stuff to say. And we shot. He's a really cool dude. That's awesome. For, I, I, I believe from what I've heard of that guy on podcast and stuff. I mean, he's a, he's an old head with like he, he did like a hardcore fanzine back in the day. Like he's he, so that guy, he uh, he knows. his. Sh- yeah. Yeah. Mike Gitter. Yeah. Yep. He's uh huge uh huge punk kid hell yeah so you guys uh let's talk a little bit about this trauma so you guys obviously you you must have met with uh the man behind trauma i forget his name what's his name uh lloyd kaufman lloyd kaufman did you meet with lloyd actually we we didn't get to only because uh you know that was uh fall of last year Mm -hmm. um during he was uh right he was potentially uh you know, high risk uh, for contracting. And um, so to play it safe, he actually filmed his scene 
uh, separate from us. Okay. But as far as, um, you know, everybody else that works for Troma, we got to meet them, hang out with them and, and everything. It was really cool. It was cool to, to even see the little cameo uh, from Lloyd Kaufman in our video yeah. too. So that was awesome. Absolutely, man. And, and if you have not seen the video, I don't want to spoil it too much, but there is a lot of penis, like yeah. very like mo- penis monsters. So you got to watch this video. <laughs> it's not safe for work, but uh, who came up with the monster penises? Who came up with that idea? Was that you? Yeah, it was. Nice. Um, <laughs> so I was, uh, we were, you know, we didn't really know what was going to be negotiated into our uh, label contract. We had, we had lawyers and everything pick it apart. So the dong clause. Yeah. So like I made up this thing that I was like, man, they should, we should see if uh Century media would set aside a budget so we could have a uh, big dick surgery. Cause we can't, we can't be on a big label without, with our baby dicks. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that, the rest of the band just like looked at me and was like, dude, that would be a killer video. And it's just like, we had this back alley, uh, procedure done, you know, and our, uh, our hogs grow. And then all of a sudden they turn on us and try to attack a, yep. a whole venue full of people was the original idea. And then, you know, we pitched that over to them. They loved it. And they, uh, they're just as fucked up as we are and um they took what we had in mind and ran with it and made it even cooler than we could have ever imagined so it was awesome so what was the label's reaction um <laughs> uh i know what they think about it now they're <laughs> they keep giving a they keep giving us for it and telling telling us jokes and everything about it it's like you know, not every music video needs to be about dicks. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> really? Why not? What, what, what I you, mean, what? You what signed you us, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, at the time, they were really stoked. They're all big uh, trauma fans and everything, oh, too. Cool, so. cool, cool. Yeah, we'd like to, uh, you know, continue working with them. Um, probably, you know, potentially come up with some cool storylines and stuff as, like, the music videos uh, progress yeah. and everything killer man well um okay so i wanted to uh ask you a little bit about um you know kind of like your history of of metal and stuff when did you discover death metal and 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 when did you discover like underground metal so i got i've been into death metal uh per se um so i was real young my dad uh there was not that much of a age gap between the two of us you know okay. he was a teenager when i was born um so he was a teenager in the 90s and uh he was into bands like creator um obituary sepultura um wow that's killer all kinds of bands that i was introduced uh really really young um and then it didn't start getting more heavier and crazier until i was about 14 i was hanging out uh i still hang out with until this day been my best friend since i was like seven years old but his name's ricky and um he got me into uh dying fetus nice. when i was 13 yes. and, he, and he gave me this uh he gave me this disc told me to jam it when i got home first time i heard it i was like man i don't get it yep you know and then uh i just kept it in my cd player long enough to where it just I, I became attached to it. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
from you know just like looking up videos um of that band on the internet at 14 and stuff yeah. i was able to find like other bands and get into uh some brutal death metal and and gore grind you know i i got into devourment around that same time too yeah uh, bands like uh rompa prop and rectal smegma and Discord like, probably i'd imagine oh yeah Discord especially Discord yeah. um was jamming a, a, a lot from this band around the same area called condemned mm-hmm. um yeah dude uh all kinds of stuff um cinerary you know later on in high school um bands like lividity gorgasm disavowed okay. hyamia yeah. bands like that it just uh really gravitated towards me and um for like for like years i was like man i want to be in a band that's like this mm-hmm. you know and everyone would say that they like death metal but they would uh they would mean some like symphonic uh weird stuff or some really like melodic mm-hmm. uh death metal and it's just or like deathcore or deathcore yeah that's typically what they mean and um it just wasn't wasn't clicking with me until you know, until I was 19 in college. Uh, it wasn't my first band I was in, but it was my first like death metal, brutal death metal band I was in, and became friends with those guys because we all had similar taste and things that every band I would start or try to bring up from the ground up would fizzle out. And then uh, I joined a uh, death metal band called Limb Splitter, and it's okay. like a bunch of bunch of older cats that like the same kind of music i do was in that band for a couple years and that's when i uh met cody and met cameron and we started saying with sokobuck so when did you discover you know being that you have like your this dad showing you all this killer music and then you're just getting into more extreme music and more extreme music when did you realize that you personally can do this and when did you get the confidence to like you know, grab a microphone or just start growling because you have a very, very strong death metal growl. Thanks, man. Um, yeah. and I, I, I look at, I look at death metal vocals kind of like the act of making love. Like you, uh, <laughs> you learn from watching other people do it. You okay. know, so <laughs> um, I, I, I pulled a lot of influence from uh, Corpse Grinder and. Yep. More, more importantly, uh, Frank Mullen uh, from yes. Suffocation. That is, uh, that's hands down pinnacle, best death metal vocalist out there. No one could do it better. And um, also, his onstage banter is like the best, like yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah. His, his, his is always presence. great. Yeah, the, he just he's so energized, and he he yep. just like I don't know when he goes all out, man. It 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 really really shakes me i haven't i haven't yet to see suffocation without him yeah and i know i know what i'm so show hungry that i will at this point for sure but um every, every time i did see them and I, i've seen them seen them four times they've had frank that's been a killer set every single time yeah but uh but yeah i was uh i was 17 when i first gave it a try mm-hmm. um i grew up down the street from a buddy that was a drummer and he had a friend that didn't live anywhere close to us. So it wasn't anything to start a band that played, uh, played some really good guitar. And I remember one night we all came over to hang out and it was like my first time ever 
uh, taking a swing at some uh, death growls and stuff. And boy, I sucked. So I feel like, uh, cause I, you know, I didn't really like look into techniques or anything. I think I just listened to it enough and practiced enough with Pete, with other people and by myself that somehow I just ended up being able to develop how to do it eventually. Yeah. I, I personally think that, you know, I, I haven't gotten really good at it since like maybe like the last two years. Other people tell me I'm foolish. Maybe that's just like me being hard on myself. But yeah, I think, uh, I think right now I've been able to master, master my craft, so to speak. You know, I can also do weird, like uh, guttural, uh, almost devourment, like style vocals now, which yeah. took a long ass time. But, uh, but yeah, like I think when you like all styles of death metal and, all you listen to for the most part i think it uh in some way it just comes naturally and it's like a muscle you just keep working at it man you're just lifting you're doing heavy lifting with your voice that's right so you uh i'm assuming like most metalheads probably have a metal t-shirt collection yeah 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 i have a huge one what is your most valued or most prized like personally i'm not talking about like as as far as like money wise, but your favorite, your 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 one that you would never get rid of. Oh damn, there's so many. Uh, you can name a few of them. Okay, okay. Well, they, yeah, that'll work then. Um, damn, I got a. It's weird because it's like obscure, so no one's really heard of this band. But I I, I got a really cool uh, Peshmerga uh, shirt. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're from uh, they're from Illinois, okay. and that's the cool thing too is like, you know, you wouldn't hear you wouldn't hear about them unless you like really dove in deep. So that's why that's why I like it uh, personally. And then um, I have a really cool Angel Corp shirt. Nice. Um, and it's my my family hates it, but it's uh, it's <laughs> Jesus being crucified uh, upside down, and he's being ripped apart by demons. I got that shirt when I was sixteen. Oh, so wow. like, I bet they really liked it then. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I used to, yeah. I used to wear it under my polo at school and stuff. And then <laughs> I'd like pull it up and be like, dude, look what I got. So oh, hardcore. Uh, um, that, yeah, those ones are really cool. I got, uh, I got some old school, um, like first album shirts and demo shirts. Also really like that, uh, that masticate, uh, to dominate, um, orgasm shirt that i wear in one of the music videos my mm-hmm. unleash shirt that's always like my go-to nice. and then this like weird band that they had like two demos out and then a compilation um called uh ossuary from uh, pennsylvania okay and i got one of their shirts and another one of my favorite bands um uh scattered remnants i have their procreating mass carnage shirt and i have okay. their uh their uh it's like this navy blue uh, T-shirt of theirs with like a maze logo. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it's their inherent perversion shirt. I I, I don't even wear it. It's it's so prized. But yeah, I'm a big uh, I'm a big merch uh, freak. I also have like a bunch of Slayer stuff, Metallica yeah. stuff, yeah. yeah, all kinds of stuff. Nice man. Yeah, I have some T-shirts <laughs> that. You know, I don't wear like I have some older Metallica shirts that I just at this point, I don't want to rip them up or anything. I just yeah. keep them away. I, I'm like, this is 
yeah, uh, maybe if if I come down to it and I really have to pay rent and I'm about to be homeless, I can sell this. But other than that, it's it's staying in the in the in the bin. Oh yeah, yeah. I see all those the shelves behind you too, man. You oh yeah, quite the, quite some the CDs. Yep, some CDs. But oh, I was yeah. I was talking. I interviewed Ken from Ken's Death Metal Crypt. I'm sure you're familiar with Ken. Favorite that channel guy, on YouTube, man. That guy has quite the music collection. So shout out to oh, Ken. Yeah. He's got a goddamn museum, dude, over there. It's What's insane. The it's the crypt. Uh, That's right. All right, Devin. So I don't want to stay. Uh, I don't want to keep you all night. I know you're hanging with your friends. You're smoking and you're hanging out. Um, but I do have one more question for you, dude. So we all know the big four of American Thrash, Anthrax, Slayer, Metallica, uh, Megadeth? Yeah, okay. Megadeth, yeah, yeah, Anthrax, Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer. So what, in your opinion, your personal big four of death metal? And it doesn't have okay. to be American death metal, just all death metal. It doesn't have to be American? Okay. Yep. And just your that personal. harder. <laughs> your, your favorites. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I would say the most influential bands and uh, for the genre in itself. So definitely Cannibal Corpse. Um, they were ahead of their time. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they have to be active? No. Okay. Of all times. Death, death, of course. Um, I would even say, hmm, I would say Entombed. Yeah. Over December because I, I'd say they're the most. Entombed's probably the most influential uh, Swedish death metal band. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, I'd say suffocation, man. I'd have to yes. say the Kings, the Titans. Absolutely, man. There's an and all of those bands spawned subgenres within themselves of death Absolutely. metal. So Absolutely. Yeah, the, the genre wouldn't be the same if it wasn't for those bands. Exactly. All right, Devin, thank you so much for taking the time, man. What's the best way to support Sanguasugabog right now? Yep. Uh you could buy um some merch or a record on our website. It's singwithsugabog.com. Um, we also have uh, disc, vinyl, and um, CDs and stuff available uh, through Century Media Records' website. You can also come and see us on tour. We'll be on tour with uh, Frozen Soul, Vomit Forth, and Inoculation fall this year. We'll have a bunch of stuff, a bunch of new stuff that we'll uh, be debuting to people. And, um, yeah, follow us on social media. We have a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and if you don't buy music, at least listen to us on Spotify or iTunes or and buy a t-shirt. Whatever you use. Yeah. I like it. Devin, thank you so much, man. I'll see you at the El Corazon show on November 20th. Sounds good, Kevin. Look forward to seeing you, man. Have a good Hell, one. Why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly 
about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.